Hi, and welcome to Cheers to You. My name is Brooke Voris, and I am CEO and founder of Brooke Voris Weddings. We are wedding planners and consultants, and sometimes we even take on the role of an unlicensed therapist when needed. This show is going to give you a behind-the-scenes look at what really goes on in a wedding planner's life. Throw in a meticulously neat husband, a handful of energetic kids, a crazy dog, and an overly close, overly opinionated family, and you have just been introduced into my world. It is a full, fabulous, fun life with big and small wins, but also a lot of bumps along the way. However good or bad, they have all brought me to this moment, and I would love to share them with you. Let's get started. Cheers to you. Hi, my name's Brooke Voris, and I am your host. Today, you are listening to Cheers to You, and we will be discussing the importance of finding the perfect photographer and videographer, and how their personalities matter more than you might think. So when we get into this topic, most people know certain things about their photographers and their videographers. They know their craft. They know the beauty of the pictures. They know their style. And they know if they immediately like or don't like the way that they take their pictures. But they never get to know the people themselves. So if you find yourself looking online and going through certain pictures and finding a style that you just imagine would be perfect for your day. After you do that, set up a call with your photographer or your videographer and have a chat with them. Not emails, but a conversation. And if you can meet in person, that would be even better because then you find out right away if you have that connection, that click. And if you don't, as beautiful as those pictures are, I promise you, you will not enjoy them and enjoy looking at them after the day if you cannot stand the people on the day. Photographers and videographers are artists. They are like emerged in their craft. They embrace every bit of beauty they can find. But sometimes what they don't understand is that beauty comes at a price. And usually it's the timeline that pays. So first things first, find the people that you really, really can get along with and enjoy on your wedding day. Because those people are going to be the ones that are with you the entire day, following you around asking you to pose a certain way. So you have to have that comfort with them and that ease. So when you take your pictures, that's what comes across on your face, not the, ugh, get me away from this person. Look, it's not pretty, and I have seen it. Trust me on this one. You don't want to be that couple afterwards looking back thinking, oh my God, I couldn't stand that person. The second thing you want to do is you want to figure out exactly what they plan to do in the day for you. Will you be getting shots ahead of time when you're getting dressed? Will you have a second shooter for one of you while the other one has the main shooter? Will you be asking them to photograph um, memories throughout the whole day or do you only want a certain portion of the day? All of these matter because within your timeline for the day, you're going to have to make sure their work and their 
shots fit into your overall timeline. So if you say to me, Brooke, I absolutely want to be at my cocktail hour, and you tell me that you do not want to see your fiance ahead of time, then we have to make sure that the list that you put together for your photographers of all those shots that you want to have taken of you and your VIPs are able to make it within the short window of time that usually occurs between the ceremony and the cocktails. Because if you want to be at cocktails, your photographer is focused on doing their job, which is to make sure they get all the pictures on your list. They're not so worried about you making it to cocktail because they need to make sure they've done their job. It's someone else's job to make sure that you get to cocktail. So if that's the case and you decide you don't want to hire a wedding planner, make sure you have someone looking out for you and your timeline. Make sure that the photographer and that artist or videographer, they don't get lost in the moment of capturing the perfect shot. And then the day goes by and you realize you didn't get to see your family and your friends at your cocktail hour because you were so busy standing at that beautiful, magnificent tree that would give you like the most gorgeous shot ever. And you stayed there for like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. And guess what? You missed your cocktail hour. Because the artist got their shot, but you didn't get exactly what you wanted. So make sure you have those tough conversations with your photographer and your videographer. Make sure they know what's most important to you. But most of all, make sure if you don't have someone looking at your timeline for you and that truly understands how long it takes to get certain shots, make sure you are aware of it and make sure that you Look at the list of pictures that you're giving to those people, that you're setting them up for success instead of failure, and you're getting everything you want, which is beautiful shots, but not at the cost of sacrificing something else that's just as important to you. Remember, everybody, you want to have it all. You don't want to have to compromise on your wedding day and give up something that matters to you. Find a way to have a conversation, to have somebody help keep everything moving along, and to understand what it is that you're asking of people. Or hire a wedding planner and let them do it for you. It's up to you, but whatever it is, just make sure you understand all the things that go into the background of it. It's story time with cheers to you. So I am going to tell you a story regarding a couple who thought they just had everything figured out, specifically the bride. She was a PIA, if I ever knew one. She believed that everything was in order and she didn't need help with anything and she had it all together and come the wedding day, everything fell apart, but she didn't care. This bride was me. So the story that I want to tell you about my photographer and my videographer is very humorous now looking back, but at that time sort of was a hard pill to swallow for a little while. So my videographer and photographer were um, good acquaintances of mine and they had done a wedding for my friend not too too, um, soon before mine. So I knew their personalities. I love their personalities. They were great guys. 
And I really wanted them with Mike and I on our special day. And more importantly, my family is absolutely insane over the top. And I knew that these guys would do a great job at capturing all of our fun personalities. So when I hired them, I thought I knew it all. I didn't need any extra help. I had an on-site coordinator, which I very quickly learned that on-site coordinator does not mean day of planner. Even though sometimes that's the way they're categorized, they really are just an on-site coordinator. It means that anything that happens on their property, they're responsible for. If the meals aren't coming out correctly, they're responsible. If something goes wrong in the kitchen, they're going to fix it. If the bathrooms need restocking, that's the person you go to. But they are not going to help me with my timeline. So I was going to take care of it myself. That was the most foolish thing I could have ever possibly done, especially when you have two guys that are true artists capturing the moments that they just thought were so amazing for Mike and I and our families. So we get to the, we had a church wedding. So we get through the church wedding and it was my big dream to have my wedding on a beach. But you're going to learn a lot about my family as I go through. My parents are extremely particular people. They are the greatest people I could ever, ever ask for in terms of parents. But let me just tell you something. They are not ones that are going to go to a wedding in their beautiful dress clothes and put their feet in the sand. That's just not the way it is for them. So my parents quickly said to me, we are not having a beach wedding. So, and the other thing is, it was very, very important to my mother for us to have a Catholic ceremony, as it was to me and Mike also, and Mike's family. So we decided that was our compromise, was to have the church wedding, and then we had it in Brigantine, New Jersey, which is where my TT has a house, which I've told you a little bit about her. She is like another mom to me. She's my mom's sister, and she's also my world. So we decided to have it where she has her house in Brigantine. And then after the church, we would go a block over to the beach, and we would get all of our gorgeous bridal party pictures on the beach. Well, my parents refused. They wanted to get their pictures back at the reception location where we were going to have because they were not going on that beach. So that was fine. So we load up our extremely large bridal party on to this gigantic bus that we rented, which was actually a tour bus and went over to the beach. Hey, podcast listeners, this is Brooke Voris. I don't know about you, but I'm a person that wears many different hats. So I am constantly looking for easier ways to get things done, especially in today's world when it isn't so easy to leave the house anymore. Brooke Voris Weddings is in the final stages of launching a virtual workshop for all of the couples that need some upfront help planning the big day. All of this is done via your computer in the comfort of your own space. This is specifically for people who do not need in-person help on their wedding day, but just need some direction in putting it all together. This is designed for the couples that have day of coordinators included at their venue already, but realized quickly, other than handing them a list of preferred vendors, they aren't able to assist much with anything else until the actual wedding day. It's also for someone who says, I really just don't have the time to look everything up, or where do I start? 
If any of this sounds like you, reach out to us at brookevorisweddings.com and let us know that you're a podcast subscriber by clicking on the virtual planning workshop and entering in cheers to you. We will send you information on the workshop and its pricing. The first 20 people to register will be given 50% off the total price of the workshop. Yes, you heard me correctly. It is an incredible deal and my way to say thank you to you for being a valued listener. I am someone who loves getting free gifts with my purchases. So for those that book with us by September 30th, you will receive a bonus 30-minute call with me to ask specific questions relating to your big day. What are you waiting for? Cheers to you. So my groomsmen and my, um, the whole bridal party, they're a fun bunch. And we, of course, brought certain spirits on the bus with us. So when we all went to get the pictures taken on the beach, um, we quickly did the bridal party in full, which I think were 25 people in all. And then they all went back to the bus. Well, what we didn't realize was how quickly we lost track of time because our photographer and our videographer were trying to capture so many perfect moments for us that the time got away from us. So our bridal party proceeded to get drunk on the bus. And then we were probably over an hour late for cocktails. So kindly, the venue extended our cocktail hour for us and pushed everything back so that way we could enjoy some of those precious moments. Well, in the midst of all this, what we didn't realize was those special family pictures that we were supposed to get when we got to the reception, we never got. Because we quickly ran in, the photographer and the videographer tried to get as many shots as they possibly could at the um, at the cocktail space so we could see what it looked like. And then we immediately went into intros and everything else where we never got those family portraits. So fast forward a few hours later, many hours later, actually, we were at the bar in the hotel after our, you know, wedding was over and everybody was still drinking and having fun and laughing. And because these guys were our friends, of course, we invited them to come back and enjoy with us after the wedding. Well, my my TT was at the bar sitting there. And let me tell you something about my TT. She is the life of the party when she decides to enjoy a couple drinks. Well, she enjoyed a couple drinks, and when she does that, we call her Trixie. That's her nickname because she acts up so bad. So our Trixie was out in full force, and she spins herself around, looks at me, and says, we never got family pictures. And I immediately felt my stomach drop, and I said, what? She said, no, we never got family pictures. We just never got them. And I went, So I run out to the photographer and the videographer. I'm like, guys, we never got family pictures. What are we going to do? And these two awesome people jump up and say, we'll take them now. I'm like, great. We go back in. Now, granted, half our families have gone to bed. The other half are so drunk, like it's not happening. So I go to my mom and I'm like, mom, dad, 
we never got family pictures. We're going to take them now. And my mother turns to me and looks at me and goes, you have got to be kidding me. We certainly will not be taking our family pictures right now. Look at us. We're sweaty. We're a mess. What kind of pictures would those be? So needless to say, we never got the family pictures. To this day, that is one of my biggest regrets. But the worst part about it was my husband's side of the family came up to me the next morning and I'm telling the story and I'm saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did this. And his aunt turns to me and says, we just thought you didn't want pictures with us. Ugh, it was like that stomach drop again. And I said, oh my gosh, why would you think that? And she's like, we just thought maybe you wanted your own family. So thankfully she said that to me and I could finish with like explaining like what had happened and that's certainly not, you know, that was not the intent and we just lost track of time and we lost track of those important pictures that we absolutely needed and wanted to have at our wedding. Now, Mike being Mike, who is just like super opposite of me, laid back, like nothing really gets Mike frazzled, but when I get frazzled and then Mike goes off the rails. So him seeing me very upset, me seeing everybody upset, like that did, that was something that stuck with me and still to this day sticks with me. So when you book your photographer and videographer, take a moment, make sure you write down what shots you really want and need for your wedding. So that way you don't have the same thing happen to you. Now, some people are in the position where they just are not going to hire a wedding planner. And that's, you know, I get it. Everybody's got their reasons for that. But make sure you have somebody looking out for your timeline if it's not going to be a wedding planner because it's not going to be your coordinator for the day. That's not their job. They have so many other things that they have to do that they couldn't possibly be responsible for that. And it's not your videographer and your photographer's job either. So when my mom switched and said, hey, I'm not getting my feet dirty, I'm not going on the beach in this gown, immediately someone, if they were paying attention to the shot list and to the timeline, would have shifted and made sure that we didn't spend so much time on the beach, that we didn't get our bridal party drunk because we were down there so long, that we didn't miss cocktail. There's a lot of things that you need to have somebody making sure that they have your back outside of your photographer and your videographer. Because at that point, they're the artists, remember. They're there to capture the moment and make it beautiful. And let me tell you, those guys did a beautiful job for me. But I'll never get over the fact that I don't have any family pictures for my wedding. So that's something that I always take with me and I've learned from. Fortunately, that was my wedding and it wasn't somebody else's because if I didn't realize that and it was somebody else's day, I would have probably beat myself up for the rest of my life. Now I can look at it and and move forward. But for you, I'm sharing this with you because I want you to remember when you're in the moment of your wedding day, you think you have everything together, but inevitably something shifts and you're in one moment and you're enjoying your day. You're not paying attention to what time it is because the time goes by very, very quickly. So make sure you have somebody that's looking out for that for you. Idol party stumbled off the bus and said, Brooke, we're out of beer. Or was it when TT, aka Trixie, almost fell off the bar stool and told me that we didn't get family pictures? Um, I guess a little of all, but the moment when I realized it was absolutely a like want to cry moment. 
And now I can laugh about it. I told you that's my biggest thing. I do my very best not to cry anymore and just move forward and learn from the mistakes. But this one hit pretty hard and still to this day hits pretty hard. I always made um, a joke and said I was going to Photoshop everybody in, but you know, time gets away from you and you never really do that. So I don't want anybody else to have that moment. And it's definitely not one where you really laugh too much about, but that's my moment, my laugh or cry moment. All these years later, I can give you some pro tips on how to pick the best photographers and videographers. And what the first thing that I'll tell you is make sure that you like them. So first and foremost, interview them. Make sure that it's not just the pictures that you like, but it's those people. Because for me, if I didn't like those guys that were with me, I wouldn't be able to laugh about that today. It was an honest mistake and it happened. And I can laugh about it because those two were willing to do anything, including deal with my mom who was going to just, you know, run away when they came near her with a camera at that point to, to fix it for me. So first and foremost, make sure you like the people that you hire for this day because they are with you in and out all day long, every bit of the, the way they're, they're next to you. Make sure that you know what their style is. Are they people that want to be right up front in your face or are they people that can step back? Figure out what you're most comfortable with. If you can do an engagement shoot with them, you really should. And the reason why is because they then get to see how you respond to the camera in advance of your wedding. So then if they notice that you make a funny face when you smile a certain way or stand a certain way, they'll move you to a different way. So that way you can have the best shot of yourself and they can do it quicker for you on the wedding day because they're ready for it. The other thing is make sure you look at the way they capture the couples. Go into their galleries. Every photographer and videographer will have samples to show you. Go in, see the way they shoot the couples, see if you think the couples look natural or happy and they're enjoying themselves, or if it's a serious shot, make sure it's the way that you would want to be portrayed. I had one bride tell me she wouldn't put up any of her pictures afterwards because she had a double chin in all of her shots. And when she asked the photographer about it, the photographer basically said, well, that's what you look like. Well, that is not what the bride wanted to hear. And unfortunately, she never put her pictures up because every time she looked at them, all she saw was a double chin. That was an easy fix that could have been adjusted. Make sure that you have a, a an idea of how long the family shots will take or how long the, the friends shots will take. Or if you're doing a group shot, how many people are, are in that group and how long will that take? And make sure that you have enough time to get all those pictures prior to your cocktail hour, or if not, some prior and some during your reception. Believe it or not, everybody seems to feel like they have to get all those shots up front. You really don't. There's plenty of time that you can get shots. It might change things up a bit, but that's okay. You can do that. It's your day. You have the ability to do exactly what you want as long as you pre-plan for it. So let's recap. Number one, please don't do what I did. It's not good and it's not healthy because it's something I still hold on to all these years later. Number two, make sure that you absolutely are comfortable with your photographer and your videographer. Number three, make sure if there are important pictures that you want 
you have a list that you've given to them and you also have a list that you gave to somebody else that day to make sure that those pictures happen. It could even be somebody like one of your VIPs that you say, hey, please make sure these pictures get done. And they stand back and they make sure that you get the shots that you want. And lastly, make sure that you have allotted the proper time to do all the things that you want to do at your wedding and still get the shots that you want to get. Here's a sneak peek on what to expect next time on Cheers to You. We will be discussing the beauty that flowers can bring to a venue. And then we'll be discussing some of the other factors that flowers can bring to a venue and how you want to go about choosing the perfect florist to work with on your amazing day. Hi, Brooke Voris here. If you like what you heard on the show, cheers to you. Then please leave us a review, subscribe to the show, or forward it on to a friend. It would be greatly appreciated. Something on your mind? Don't forget to go to brookevorisweddings.com to submit your question so it can be discussed on the show. Thank you for listening and cheers to you.